Hello, and welcome to episode 112 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Heather. <laughs> I like raising my hand and you're not looking at Jayana me. <laughs> even looking, yeah. This week, we are going to be talking about all of the Disney news. If you're a Disney person, I'm assuming you are because you're listening to this podcast, then probably none of this is going to be news to you, but it's been kind of a hectic week news-wise everywhere. And it's only Tuesday. <laughs> Oh, goodness yeah. gracious. Yeah, it's been it's been a little hectic. So if you haven't been paying close attention to the Disney news because you've been so focused on all the other news, we get it. We understand. <laughs> totally understand. Uh, so. Or just travel news in general. That's just travel news in general. Yep, lots of travel news going on. We're all sort of just trying to keep our heads above water at this point. Um, so let's get into it. Let's start with the big news or what really caused the most sensation on the internet yesterday. <laughs> um, and I always love when Disney news does this. Um, I'm going to preface this a little bit and say this news from what I have heard from a few different sources at this point, Disney was not expecting to make this announcement yesterday, but the news had somehow leaked and then they had to scramble. Um, so Which makes sense yes. because I feel like it was just dumped out of nowhere and there's yep. no like, alternative so that makes sense to me the news is disney's magical express is ending at the end of 2021 so december 31st 2021 will be the last day of operations for disney's magical express it is not returning as an option in 2022 so if you are planning to travel this year 2021 you are fine magical express still exists you're good if however you were planning on traveling next year it yeah. won't be Magical Express. Right. <laughs> <laughs> However, I firmly believe something will be announced. And it's unlike Disney to sort of make an announcement like that and not announce what the replacement is going to be, which yeah. is why I think people had such a strong reaction to it yesterday. I know I did. When I first saw the news, I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah because, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Like, Well, first of all, let's let's look at it in a a positive way if we can this was only meant to be a year-long contract with mirrors right i don't even remember what back in 2005 yeah (laughs) i don't even remember what that celebration was that was going on but this was the magical express was created as part of that celebration like hey what cinderella celebration i think Maybe. I don't know what it could have been Year of a Million Dreams, could have been who knows. Yeah, I feel like it was like one of the the bigger um it was one of the bigger celebrations that they were doing. And so the Magical Express was created for that and it was only supposed to be for a year. We got it for 15 years. So I mean that let's be positive there. So it lasted way longer than it was supposed to, but I mean, I feel like they're taking away every perk lately. And I, I don't understand. Well, we're going to get into that. <laughs> there's more. Don't understand the, the, well, I'm not even talking about the news that came out yesterday, but like yeah. magic bands, you know, like mm-hmm. they took away the dining plans, which is necessary. And those I'm sure at some point will come back. But like, I feel like they're taking so much away that to take announce that we're taking this away too is just, yeah. I don't get the business decision behind that one. Yeah. And I think I, when I read the the sources that said this was not a planned announcement they had to do this I was like okay well that's just that's just making everything so much clearer because it really felt that way it felt sort of very rushed <laughs> yeah like yeah. there was there was nothing like like you said it was just like by the way this is ending next year what yeah. what do you mean what are we going to do there's no alternative like it was just like thrown out there yeah, yeah. It was very strange now so which 
and now the speculation begins, right? So now everybody's talking about, well, what this, but what this, what, you know, we know that the bright line train a lot, the, <laughs> the most common theory that I'm hearing is that, oh, well, they're building the bright line train station and that's going to replace it. To me, A has nothing to do with B and we'll get yeah, into Yeah, like that's not convenient whatsoever for right. anyone staying at a Disney resort. It's yeah. just not. Yeah. So anybody who doesn't know what the Brightline train station is, the Brightline is a light rail system that goes from um, Miami and will eventually go to Orlando International. Not until I think late 2022, though, and then they have also signed a contract with Disney to have a station someday, (laughs) date unknown, but later than 2022 at Disney Springs. The Bright Line is eventually also going to continue on to Tampa. So it'll go from Miami, come up the coast, and then go across to Tampa. That's Those are all the eventual plans for the Bright Line. Um, so people are saying, oh, well, that's going to be the you know substitution for Magical Express. No. <laughs> that's not good. Because let's face it, like families with children and strollers and car seats and yeah. whatnot do not want to get off of a plane get onto a train and then have to find their bus to get to their and then their still hotel. have to get to you the thought the magical yeah. express took you a long time imagine yeah. how long that's gonna take yeah yeah and luggage like that was one of the mm-hmm. big factors of yep. magical luggage. express yeah looking their luggage looking their yeah yes those are all so while i do think brightline is going to be a nice option for people, especially like, say, for example, you're getting off a cruise in Miami and you want to combine it with a Walt Disney World stay. Maybe right. that's, you know, th- suddenly that's much more accessible with the Bright Line. Um, but I don't consider it to be a, an alternative to Magical Express. I do think there will be an alternative to Magical Express. My suspicion is, however, it might not be free. Right. I think what I'm thinking is that they're going to go to what Universal has, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a smaller shuttle bus shuttle van you know maybe it fits like 15 people or so at a time um that will take you directly to your hotel but you have to pay for it yes however yes. much it is 20 30 each way i don't know but that's yeah. probably what it's gonna yeah. be i think that's an option i think it's possible that disney is going to simply in-house a version of magical express so they'll purchase the motor coaches themselves as opposed to contracting with mirrors which is what they've been doing since 2005 um what i loved is everybody who was like Oh, well, I mean, we don't know this is Disney's fault. I mean, this could be Mears. And Mears pretty much immediately came out with a statement that was like, no, it wasn't us. Mm -mm, Yeah. No. (laughs) We want that money. By the way, we ran the shuttle before Disney. We'll be running it after them. So, right. Just so you guys know, you can, like, regardless of Magical Express, you can book a Mears shuttle, pay for it uh, to any of the Walt Disney World hotels, the Transportation Ticket Center, the Good Neighbor Hotels, anywhere, you can book mirrors. They're basically the taxi company. Yes, so, yep, they have taxis and town cars and buses. Uh, and, and I the mean, whole, you know. does everybody remember what they used to do before the Magical <laughs> Express? Because yeah, I definitely took mirrors. <laughs> it was yeah. like $14 each way. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was fine. All right, so let's settle into the Magical Express thing for a second, and then we'll get into the other news later. But I just want to really sort of dive into this because it was interesting to me to see that a lot of people weren't aware of the different alternatives to now Disney is blaming this. I do just want to say 
not blaming, but in their statement, they specifically call out rideshare services. Um, and I do think that that is a part of this, is that many, many more guests are opting for Uber or Lyft or other rideshare services to save on time. It's a direct trip as opposed to Magical Express when you may stop at God only knows how many other <laughs> resorts on your way to your final destination. I do think that's a part of this. I don't think it's the whole story, though, personally. I am guilty of complaining about the magical express because somehow oh. i am that person who always is like first on sits at the airport for an hour and then i'm at the last hotel like to me yes it's convenient but it's not really fast and it mm -mm. drives me yeah. crazy so even during magical express era there were times that i definitely rented a car because i am sick of having to wait two hours to get off a plane and then finally make it to my hotel yeah, I almost never use Magical Express anymore. I almost always Uber at this point, um, particularly if I don't have a lot of luggage with me. Like if I've just done carry on, you know, then I can just, you know, right. out of the airport and in an Uber in no time. Yeah, right. And a lot of times we drive, you know, if I go by myself um, or for a work trip or something, then a lot of times I'll fly. But as a family, we usually just drive. So every time I've used Magical Express, I've had pretty decent luck with it. But usually if I'm meeting one of you guys there, I just, we share or something because I know you're the curse of it. So um, I am the DME curse. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> a lot of times though, I will, um, I will use it and I have had good luck with it, but I've also had bad luck with it. It just, you just never know. And I think right now that's what's getting to people is that I could call a taxi or a ride share and be there within half an hour. Right. Or I could sit on the bus for half an hour before I even leave the airport. Plus, yeah. you know, the travel and stuff. Yeah. I mean, there the major... Go ahead. I was going to say the major draw of Magical Express is not so much that it's convenient or it's fast. It's free. And so right. it's one less thing to have to pay for on your vacation. And, I mean, that's a nice perk. I totally get why people love it. Absolutely. Especially if you have younger kids, you don't want to have to worry about, you know, what, what Magical Express gave people was one-stop shopping. They could get off the plane, be whisked away to their Disney resort. And on Disney side, they didn't have a way to leave really until yeah. the rise of yep. rideshare services. If you used Disney's Magical Express, that's it. Your trip was pretty much going to be Disney. <laughs> you weren't going anywhere else. And all of your dollars were being spent to Disney. Now, with the advent of Uber and Lyft, people have had a lot more freedom to sort of leave the Disney bubble. Um, right. We've definitely seen a lot of that, I think. But free, and you cannot disregard, as we've had this conversation with free dining plan, free that, for that. The word free is a powerful motivating force. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The Another thing that Magical Express allowed was if you needed a car seat, you did not have to have one on Magical Express. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is an issue with some of the ride shares and shuttle services and stuff. I really do think that Disney will fix this somehow. Mm -hmm. and it, again, may not be free there, but they are going to have an option for everybody. And you know that with somebody like Disney, car seats are going to be a factor in that. Yep. So you don't have to necessarily lug your car seat. Um, there will be some, there will be something to do. There'll be something. I agree. 
Um, My speculation, and obviously I don't know anything because I'm not privy to that information, but I'm guessing that their contract just came up with mirrors. Like it's going to be ending. I think it it ended literally yesterday. Yeah. 1201 a.m. yesterday. They are losing so much money with the cruise line not being open and Disneyland not being open and Disneyland Paris. And now the Asia parks are closed on, on and off again. They're just losing so much money that they probably just didn't, they just couldn't make the numbers work and they're just trying to save as much as they can so that hopefully in the future everything will open up and they'll be above board and so i think that they just could couldn't justify the amount of money to renew that contract yeah yeah so alternatives to because people who are already planning trips for 2022 especially if you're overseas like a lot of uk people plan their trips way in advance um and are already worried about what the alternative is a don't worry too much I know it seems soon, but your trip really is like a year away, a year, <laughs> a year away. Or more away. Mm-hmm. So you really do have time. Um, but alternatives do include Uber and Lyft, as we've already mentioned, um, taxi, the Mirrors shuttle, or a myriad of sort of town car, car and limousine companies, yeah. or rent a car, or drive. A lot more people are driving, especially you know in the pandemic when they're uncertain about flying or whatever reason, or to save money, or you know, there's a lot of reasons why people might drive. So those are all alternatives. Now, renting a car, driving, now you have the nightly parking fees, you know, there's pros and cons to each of them, but they do all exist. So it's not like you suddenly are stranded at Orlando International Airport and can't get to your hotel. You can get to your hotel. So somebody will get you there, I promise. Yeah, it's just hard when, like, it's hard to remember a time that Magical Express didn't exist for everybody who Mm -hmm. uses it all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I understand the panic, and plus humans in general don't like change, so this is scary, and it's frustrating, and now there's no free option, but we did it before Magical Express, and we will do it again. (laughs) We'll be fine. We will persevere. Guys, we have a year, one whole year, to get on board and come to terms with this. We're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so let's move on to the next perk that has ch- changed. I was going to say gone away, but it didn't really go away. And in, I don't know, it's a mix. All right, who wants to talk about uh, extra magic hours? This I will. Fun. This one infuriates me. Yeah, um, I I like it. So maybe we'll have a fight over it. Um, Ooh, hang on, let me go get that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So extra magic hours have been gone since the parks reopened, but they're going to be coming back and they're going to be, instead of, you know, like Mondays, you have an hour at Magic Kingdom and Tuesdays it's at this park and Wednesdays it's at this park. It's going to be 30 minutes extra every single day in every single park. Um, So every single day in every single park is going to be open 30 minutes early. No more evening extra magic hours at this time. As usual, I lie somewhere in between the two of you. So, Heather, (laughs) rebuttal. (laughs) What bothers me about this is not that it's, oh, not a specific park on a specific day. I don't even care about the evening extra magic hours because I frequent those so not often. Um, What bothers me is that it's only 30 minutes. I can't get, like, I'm going to get on a ride in 30 minutes. By the time I get through the turnstiles, you walk to wherever it is you want to go. You're going through the bag check. You're Like, why couldn't we do the full hour like morning extra magic hours always were? It's just, it's just, it's too short and it's not enough and it, it makes me angry. Yeah, I, I don't love the 30 minutes aspect of it. 
Um, I agree. I think that's not enough to do anything at particularly. I mean, it's tough to tell because right now with the pandemic, they're opening the parks. A lot like, of the times they're opening them early anyway yeah. to everybody. So I'm assuming that's going to change. It's going to have to change because then like there goes your new perk. There, right, there goes your new perk. I do, however, love that it's any day, any park. Like that just makes it so much easier because to me it was always so frustrating to have to be like, oh, shoot, wait, which park has extra money? Like is it a morning? Is it an evening? Is well, it, a, like, they, it was just tough to keep track of. I'm assuming they did that also because park pass reservations because then all of a sudden all the like how do you know what park pass to make your park pass or what park to make your park pass for because oh gosh the extra magic hours aren't up so like i get that that's cool that it's every park every day fine whatever 30 minutes is nothing like it's basically like what they have in tokyo disneyland where like charla correct me if i'm wrong but it's like you get 15 minutes to run and get a fast pass before everybody no no no. you can't run there's signs everywhere that say no running (laughs) (laughs) uh, but yes that is correct you you get 15 minutes and all you can do in that time is go get your fast pass for that thing so i the reason that i like it yes i agree that 30 minutes is too short but the reason that I like it is because it's any park you want and yeah. you don't have to remember each day and make plans around that specific thing. Um, it's it's just easier to, to remember 30 minutes. I do wish it was an hour. Yes, I agree with that. But I like it that it's every single day. Yeah. And curious as to why they took evening extra magic hours away like i'm assuming right now it's because money um and they don't have enough cast members but like what happens when the world opens up again are we gonna see evening extra magic hours come back like i just feel like we're walking back a lot of perks here disney and not discounting your hotels enough like everything's expensive still why do people want to stay at your hotels if you're walking everything back yeah yeah i think that's been a big criticism of it is that they're taking away so much but remember that they're taking away a lot right now because some of it they have to with capacity uh, laws and things like that. But some of it they're changing. And I really think when uh, things go back to quote unquote normal, we're going to see some things come back. Maybe not everything, but I think some things are going to come back. So I think I believe that evening extra magic hours are going to be one of those things. I hope so. I, I you know, I think it's, now that, you know, I'm a mom and, you know, I have early risers in my family, the the morning extra magic hours work better for me personally. But there certainly was a time where I would never have been up for a morning extra magic hour. And I loved the evening extra magic hours because the park would really just empty out, especially as you got towards the end of them. Um, I, you know, I would love to see them return. But like you said, we are in the middle of a pandemic and every decision that Disney is making, like every decision that Disney is making right now, let there be no <laughs> misconstruing this. It's dollars based. Mm-hmm. It's a financial decision. They are hemorrhaging money. And right. if you would like these parks to still be here <laughs> you know, for years to come, they have to figure out cost cutting measures. I don't know. I don't like. I don't agree with all of their decisions, but I appreciate the circumstances under which they're making them. You yeah. know, and they're very good at pivoting. If something doesn't work, and if if it turns out that it's going to be a better decision, a better guest experience, which oftentimes translates to more profit for them, I do think we'll see adjustments to these announcements. Yeah, and I mean, Walt Disney himself said that nothing is finished. Yeah. I mean, we all know that nothing is set in stone at Disney. They can 
have everything ready to go and then for some reason it's not opening or it's not ready or something like that so we just we just don't know these things yet so i i am willing to give it uh, an open mind and see what happens in the future yeah there is also a part of me that's tickled by the fact that everybody thinks that um Magical Express is being replaced by the train because I think Walt would just be so thrilled with his yellow train. So I don't think he would be so happy with that. Like he'd be like, "That's right, put him on a train." Yeah, <laughs> he would. That part, I admit, I kind of like. I'm all for a train if it pulls me right up in front of my hotel. Sure, That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, um, in other news, and this has been—it's interesting. It is now officially the year without cruising. Yeah, legit one full year. Mm-hmm. Disney Cruise Line has canceled all sailings through the end of March 2021. Other cruise lines have gone even further as Charlotte <laughs> has spent mm-hmm. her entire day working on. Um, Royal Caribbean has suspended all cruises through um, and celebrity through April yeah. Yeah, 2021. So, yeah. And uh, Virgin has had already last month canceled through May. Yep. Yeah. Virgin is interesting since they haven't even been able to cruise yet. I know. I'm like, just hang in there, guys. You've got to get it off the ground. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it. We so we were on the Dream last year, uh, the 9th through the 13th of March, and they announced that the 13th through the 17th would be the last sailing. So March 17th, I guess, was like the last... Well, at least of the dream. I think the like the fantasy went a little bit later because they were seven nights and stuff. But yeah, it's been it'll have been pretty much over a year since anybody has cruised, except unless you're in Singapore right now and you can go on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Yeah, that's it. So I get it. Look, I get it, but I also think that the cruise industry is kind of being treated unfairly um, with all of this as well. So. It's just a, it's just been a rough year. So. Yeah. I'm kind of on board with you there with the mm-hmm. cruise lines. Um, it, I, I don't know how to say this. Like, I understand the need to be safe, right? Nobody, I don't want to give the disease to anybody, and I certainly right. don't want to get it. However, if I'm allowed to jump on an airplane and be closer and more enclosed with people yeah. and not have to, like, that's allowed to happen, why can't we sail on a cruise ship? Like, I yeah. There's got to be there's got to be some give and take here and it's just it's really frustrating um personally because I want to go on a cruise professionally because it's half of my business and then also for all of these cast members who just can't work because there's you know all these regulations just not allowing them to. Yeah. And the hoops that the CDC has set up for the cruise lines to resume sailing are really big hoops yeah Mm -hmm. really big hoops and you know all-inclusive resorts in mexico are open right now like people are vacationing and a cruise to me is is a very sort of similar comparable vacation to an all-inclusive resort um and yet they're being held to a completely different standard so Mm -hmm. yeah and this uh our friend billy at cruise habit has done us a survey an extensive um what's it called not survey experiment like and he took data and you're so with like the norovirus, which everybody is concerned about on a cruise before this pandemic. Um, but because you hear about it, that's the thing is if somebody, you know, the cruise ship was infected, you hear about it. Well, you're actually five times more likely 
to get norovirus on land than you Mm -hmm. are on a cruise. So I don't know exactly how that translates to this, but it, I just don't think it's as much of a cesspool as you think it is. Mm -hmm. um, I've been, I've gotten norovirus at Walt Disney world and um, several times and I've never had it on a cruise ship. So, and I've cruised and been to Walt Disney world many, many times. And, you know, I, now I'm not saying it's the same. Don't get mad. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the same. I just think that there's gotta be something that we can do. Yeah. Well, it's, I don't think anybody, you know, is going to think that you're advocating unfairly. It, if something is true for the cruise lines, it should be true for other industries as well that operate in a similar manner. That just seems to make sense. Yeah. You know, we're not exactly. advocating that anybody who feels unsafe or doesn't want to get on a cruise should get on a cruise. You, yeah. You, please do what you need to do to protect yourself. Trust me, COVID ain't fun. Um, but from a professional standpoint, this this has been devastating for our businesses. Yeah. Um, you know, and so obviously we would like to get back to our career. Yeah. <laughs> be them, great. Not me so much. Them. <laughs> you know? um, and, you know... I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it. I do not think this is the end of the cancellations. No. You know, I think I, that what they're going to cancel, like they're going to be able to sail soon. Let's say they can sail in May. They can, but it's going to be limited on what they can sail. So like maybe three or four night Bahamas cruises or something like that um, is what they're going to be able to do. Yeah. I'm dying to know what's going. I'm dying to know I what Truffle and Manager are. So. <laughs> like, are you getting a package? Is there somebody at the door? I'm so excited. I want to know. <laughs> Everybody's wondering. Yeah, sure. Truffle and Ginger are Charlotte's dogs, and they are super, super, super cute. Probably a good thing for them right now because she looks really <laughs> mad. <laughs> oh, dogs! Aren't they just so much fun? <laughs> so much fun, aren't they? Um, so I do think that we're going to see more cancellations. Yeah, I don't a lot more. I don't like I don't think anybody's getting on a cruise ship anytime. I'm trying so hard not to think about that because I need them I need it to stop canceling. I really just need it to stop. I get it. I totally get it. Um so let's see, do we cover all of it? Magical Express. Hang in there, something's coming. We're almost positive. I mean we can't guarantee anything, but we think something's coming. Extra magic hours. I mean 30 minutes is not enough, let's be clear. But again, I think this is something that we're going to see shift and adjust and adapt. I so. Yeah. Um, I did, let's talk really quickly, though, because we've got a few more minutes about do we still think it is worth staying at a Walt Disney World on-site hotel? What are the perks to staying on-site, do we still think? I feel like this is something that has now become intangible to describe Mm -hmm. to people. And I'm legitimately struggling with this because it is my job to explain to people why it is important that they stay at a Disney resort. And how do you tell them that they should when it's so expensive and they're getting half of the perks that they, they, you know, there's no extra magic hours. There's no magical express. Eventually there's no more free magic bands. There's no more dining plans. Like what do I explain to them? I there's really, no fast pass. So there isn't even yeah. an advanced fast pass. Yeah. So when you say all of that, well, on paper, no, it's not worth it. But intangibly, of course it is because you're in the Disney bubble. It's the Disney magic. And 
you know, some people are going to look at you like crazy. Like, I'm not going to pay a thousand extra dollars for Disney magic. But at the same time, with everything missing, you are still closer to the parks. In some cases, you can walk. In other cases, it's a 10-minute bus ride or a Skyliner ride versus, you know, having to drive 20 minutes each way and then park and then get in there. Like, it it does save you time. Um, and it's just more convenient. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like I'm, I'm genuinely struggling with this one right now. I actually think in some ways this makes the argument as to why certain resorts are worth more than others stronger than ever. So if you are staying at a monorail resort, I think that is worth more now than it ever has been before. If you are staying at a Skyliner resort, worth more now than ever before. If you're staying at a resort like the Contemporary or the Beach Club, or actually really any of the monorail resorts you can walk from now, that you can walk to a park, so much more worth it. Um, so in some ways, I think that it's made those resorts look even better. Yeah. Why would you want to stay at some of the other resorts that I won't name my name? <laughs> All stars. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. I never, I never, never understood. Not okay. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I never understood those, but it's going to be even harder to, you know, justify now, I think. Um, so, but you know, like you said, the Disney magic is still real. The Disney cast members are still wonderful. And Disney does do a beautiful job with theming their resorts. It's not the same. The experience is not the same I just at an on-site as it is an off-site. Like we were talking about earlier, that Disney's doing everything they can to cut costs. Maybe instead of taking away the Magical Express and the Fast Passes and the extra magic hours and whatever it is that you had to take away to eliminate costs, you should have lowered your room rates and kept the perks. Because people are really, really grasping right now about why do I want to spend $5,000 on a Disney vacation when I can stay at the Holiday Inn at Disney Springs mm-hmm. for $3,000. And while I'm already not getting the Magical Express and I'm, we're not getting free Magic Bands anymore, so what does it matter? And like, what do you tell people? They're, they're really struggling with it. And I mean... It's always going to be worth it to me to stay mm-hmm. at a Disney resort. And I would never even consider staying at a good neighbor property. Uh, not because they're bad, just because it's more convenient. But sometimes people don't, the value isn't translating in the dollars yeah. there. Especially, I think, for first-time visitors. I think yeah. this is this is really difficult for first-time visitors who, you know, they don't know what the mm-hmm. differences are. Um, and you, you don't know, really, until you've stayed at a Disney hotel. And then it sort of is like, Oh, but not for everybody. Yeah. You know, some, and that's sort of the nice thing about the Orlando area is you get to decide what is worth it to you. And so for some people, the on-site Walt Disney World Resort Hotel experience is going to be worth extra money. For other people, it's not. And there's plenty of alternatives, (laughs) you know, um, the, this all started for me, honestly, back when Disney started charging for parking. Yes. That was the mm-hmm. first one where I was like, oh, this thing will be pretty. Well, yeah. it's, that one to me is just greedy. Like, Disneyland charges. Disneyland charges for parking because they have no land, right? Like, they have very tiny parking lots. Um, I The same could maybe be said for Universal Orlando and their hotels. But, like... Disney World, I mean, come on. Most people are taking the Magical Express. You have these massive parking lots all over your resort. Don't tell me you need to charge me $15 and up a night. 
Yeah. And why is it different for, for a value resort versus a deluxe resort? Like, it should right. just be a flat fee across yeah. the board. But, you know, whatever. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. What do I know? But that decision was made, you know, a couple of years ago, long before the pandemic. And so, you know, now that we are sort of where we are, um, I'm not surprised to see these other types of cost cutting measures. But yeah, I it's still, still disappointing. I, yeah. And I still don't understand about the parking. And I still don't understand about why an hour, why 30 minutes versus an hour. But, you know, it is what it is. And for right now, we got to deal with it. You know, yep. like it's I don't like it. I don't like it that a lot of things happen in the world. So, yeah, you know, yeah, but I agree with you, Heather. For me, it's still the intangible is still worth it to me, to yeah. me personally. That doesn't mean it has to be worth it to you, our beloved listeners. Um, but it it is the it is the little things, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I thought I would know because I haven't been in almost a year now. But. <laughs> Well, can I can we sort of finish with some good heartwarming yes. Disney news? Um, it was announced everywhere, but here, especially in Southern California, that since Disneyland is not open, they're going to start using the parking lots to be a mass COVID vaccination site. I love and it. that just makes me so happy. It's going to start later this week, which means that more people are getting vaccines, that people outside of the hospitals are going to start getting vaccines here. And that is good because that means it's one more step closer to the world opening up again. So thank you, Disneyland, for offering up your your parking lots that are not being in use and helping be part of the solution here. Yes, that was very exciting. My husband got his first vaccine last Friday. Um, So yay, (laughs) like at least one person in my household. (laughs) One tiny little step. (laughs) We'll take it. Baby steps, we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah, so... And honestly, like I cried <laughs> when he got home because it was such a relief, you know. I feel like was... I'm going to do a dance when I'm allowed to get mine. Like I'm yeah. going to be jumping up and down like, hallelujah, I'm almost yep. there. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. So four more weeks, he can get a second dose. And then, you know, yeah. Uh, so that's it. That's all the news. What do you think about all this news? Did you use Magical Express? Did you take advantage of the extra magic hours? Does this make a difference to you? whether or not you're going to stay on site for future trips, let us know. You can email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com. We also had a very hot conversation going on in our Facebook group yesterday. <laughs> People are very in their There's feelings. There's a lot of feelings happening. Topic. <laughs> yes, a lot, lot going on. So if you're not a member of our Facebook group, please go to Facebook.com slash groups slash DisneyParkPrincess. It's, you know, or just search in Disney Park Princess um, under groups and you will find us. Uh, we have a lot of members and we have a lot of fun in there. And, you know, whenever something like these hot topics happen, conversation inevitably ensues. Um, and we get, you know, get to know what you guys are thinking about it. We really, really like that. So coming up next on our Patreon Extra, you've been asking for it. We've, it's not that we didn't want to do it. We just wanted to be sure we were in the right headspace to do this topic. Today may or may not be the right day. We'll see. This might get <laughs> unclear as of right now. Uh, how did we get started as Disney travel agents? And what should you know if it is a career that you think you might want to try? What are our thoughts on that? Do we think this is a good time to become a Disney travel agent. So stay tuned. Our Patreon extra is for those of us who are supporting us monthly on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess to join if you would like to hear the answers to this very, very popular question. Um, so we're going to get into all of that. And then 
next week, I don't. Well, we, we thought we had one topic scheduled for this week, and then a bunch of news came out. So I'm almost hesitant to even say <laughs> the next week's topic is. I don't know, Charlotte. Do you do you have it? I do. Uh, next week we are supposed to do. Do you Disney bound? Oh, Disney bound. Oh. Okay. All right. So. That will be our topic next week, provided that no other earth-shaking Disney news comes out that we need to discuss in depth. Thank you so much for joining us this week on episode 112 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Sharla. And I'm Heather. And we will talk to you next week. Take care. Bye.